cliffcentral.com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Welcome to another great, 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 great show of uh, 360 Bears. I mean, you know, we're having fun. We're laughing with my girl Leah in studio. We've got amazing guests. And, you know, we, we were just talking about great things. Actually, we're talking about our producer, Asanda, who keeps avoiding <laughs> our calls. And the funny thing is that she's actually the producer of the show. So these calls are predominantly because we want to give her content and she's not taking our calls. So I mean, we want to start a hashtag, Asanda, pick up the phone. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Leah, how you doing, girl? Oh, I'm good, Bulelani. Hi, everybody. Welcome to 360 Biz. Yet another Wednesday afternoon. Man, you know what, no? Mm. I think that today, I think that I think that today is one of the is one of those days. Uh, I left the office like an hour and a half early. Mm-hmm. I was chilled the whole way. I was driving all right. Mm. I was so excited to get to the show because mm. I think that December's got that vibe. Okay. And I think, I think another beautiful thing, I think for me, and mm. uh, I'd like to assume other entrepreneurs as well, is that this gives us a perfect chance and opportunity to, you know, deal with the business and, you know, move away from supplies and all that stuff. Yes. Deal on the development of the business. So who do we have today on the show? Yeah, today we're focusing on how to become successful in business, right? And we're focusing on aspiring entrepreneurs who have limited resources and we have two guests in studio with us um pastor ezekiel matope and we also have mr mkoseleli mlombeli pastor ezekiel please say hi to our listeners and tell us what it is that you do good afternoon to you and your listeners you can just tell us what you do uh firstly i am an ordained pastor of the apostolic faith of mission of south africa a Zimbabwean by birth, but now a South African permanent resident. I'm married to a beautiful wife. Uh, she's an author like myself. She's written about uh, nine books, and I am on book number 12. And we're going to be discussing some of my two newest books. Oh, great. And then we have Mr. Mkoseleli Mlobeli. Please introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us what it is that you do, sir. Um, hello everybody and listeners at home. My name is Mkosele Limlobeli, born and raised in the Eastern Cape and my Tatiela. I'm an entrepreneur, um, uh, in the media industry or in the media sphere. I own a production company and a casting agency. Ah, great. All right, Pasta, can you please just then maybe tell us what created your love for entrepreneurship and maybe get into the books as well? Yeah, I grew up as a pastor's kid, and my father was a pastor, and back then pastors were not paid any salary, so I had to find ways of raising money to educate myself. I would go to school in the morning, and in the afternoon I would sell sweets and eggs for my uh, school fees, and from that time I developed uh, the love for entrepreneurship. So, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting that, so when did you develop the passion of being a pastor? Because, I mean, I'm often told, so my mom's a pastor as well. And she often tells me that it's not something that you choose, but it's something that falls upon you. And other people say that it's something that you choose. So for you, which one was it? Uh, firstly, as a pastor's kid, I don't think there is any pastor's kid who would want to be a pastor. It really takes a calling. And as for me, uh, I grew up seeing all the hardships in the ministry. 
uh, what my father went through and becoming a pastor was the last thing I wanted to do. But um, God began to speak to me through visions and through other people that I was born to save him. So despite all the uh, negative things I had seen in the ministry, uh, I had to obey the will of God and save him. Hmm. All right. And then the books. What are the books called and what do they contain? Now, these books are called Easy Money Workbooks. Why the term Easy Money? Um. <laughs> Very interesting. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> easy man seems to be like easy come, easy, easy. go, you know? <laughs> uh, but it's catchy. Yeah. The reason why they are called easy money workbooks is because they are um, low capital projects. Projects that you can start without any capital mm. or with little capital. Mm. And then, I mean, so the, these these are predominantly... Business, business books. Yes. How did you get to this? Because, I mean, you know, you're a pastor, you're an entrepreneur. How does it get to this? Right. Uh, as a pastor, from time to time, people, members of the church request appointments with me. And they, most of them, their stories are the same. Mm. Pastor, I lost my job. Pastor, I don't have food. Pastor... I am I am just recently divorced. Uh, I don't have money for rent. So as a pastor, I I thought to myself, praying for these people is not enough. <laughs> like that. I've got to come up with a solution. So I started Easy Money in my church, uh, my Cosmo City brand. One Sunday afternoon, I told people, I want to see you. Everybody who is not employed. I would like to see you. And then I began to demonstrate some of the concepts that are in, listed in these books, uh, like uh, how to make lotions, how to mix perfumes. And um, from there, people started to enter into business. And I decided, no, let me take this thing nationally. Mm. So I began to make some researches. I began to... A research on projects that people can do with no capital or little capital. Mm. So I came up with 40 of them. Mm. So if volume one has 20 mm. and it also has 20 de demonstrational DVDs that are, that goes with volume one and volume two has also 40, uh, uh businesses with demonstrational uh, DVDs as well. So, I mean, I would assume, I mean, you've got the manuscript or rather the blueprints of running these businesses here. So, I mean, what keeps me from not stealing the, the idea? Yeah, mm. I mean, the, the business model that is here and then replicating it somewhere else, you know? Because, I mean, these, these, I mean, I see that you've got ideas on how to run a juice company, on how to run a salon and all these different things. And I would assume, is this, is, would this then be a model book or rather a book to inspire people on how to get into these industries? Uh, firstly, I don't have a problem if you can take the ideas that are in the book. Because my main purpose of writing the books is employment creation. Mm -hmm. I have a dream to see about 5 million people working. 
through these uh, workbooks and to create millionaires along the way. Yeah. And then, I mean, I just want to jump in because, you know, it's funny. We, there's this initiative we ran <clears throat> um, in the township, one of these initiatives, entrepreneurial initiatives I ran in the township. So what we decided now is we went around and we did a door-to-door campaign inviting township businesses. <clears throat> But, you know, one of the funniest things um, came up is that we realized that most of the people that were in business didn't necessarily go into business um, because they wanted to. Most of them went into business because they couldn't get employment. So as a result, they are survivalists to a certain degree and mm-hmm. don't want to break out of that mentality. Mm-hmm. When when you were going around and maybe you were educating people on, on this workbook and all that stuff, do you come across people that have that mentality? And how do you help them break out of that mentality and jump into an entrepreneurial mentality? First of all, if you you want to enter the easy money projects, the first thing I've got to impress in your heart is that we would like to create employment. It's not for you just to be rich, uh, but I'll be satisfied if anybody who comes to these programs will be able to create uh, employment either for one or two people. For example, I've got a gentleman in Pretoria who attended uh, the chocolate and sweets making uh, program. They graduated yesterday. And uh, we also helped them with a little capital to go and start their own chocolate business. What I liked about this guy, he told me that, you know what, Pastor, I'm going to employ somebody who does um, the chocolates. I'm going to employ somebody who does the wrapping of the chocolates. And I'm going to employ somebody who labels the chocolates. And I'm going to employ somebody who goes around marketing the chocolates. Mm-hmm. So already five people are working. Mm. So, so that's my dream. Mm. It's not just for making one individual rich. I want to see people get employed mm-hmm. and along the way create millionaires. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Pastor, I get the book and then I read it and let's say I want to start a business in the cleaning services, but I don't really know where to start when I have to do it physically, you know. So can the people who get ideas from the book come to you to, to get direction in terms of actually now turning the idea into something real, something tangible? Yes, mm-hmm. we, we've got... Um, our offices are in Rivonia. Mm-hmm. So after you've bought the book, we have a national call center number mm-hmm. where you call mm-hmm. and make an appointment. And then they will then give you a date where you can come the whole day to be trained about the specific business that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And we tell you everything about the business. Oh, okay. And we don't charge for that. Okay. It's free of charge. So that's what counts as the workshops. Yes. Because I see there's this yes. workshop notes. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. And then, Pastor, I mean, I see you've got um, um, the workshop book one is written. Is, it, is, that, is this for women? Uh, this one is for women, mm-hmm. but we also have for men. Okay. For for your more difficult um, projects like paving, construction, mm. uh, plumbing, and so on. But also um, men can. Uh, but what is surprising me is that also men are coming for women's projects. Mm. Yeah. What are, some, <laughs> what, are some, <laughs> what are some of those projects? <laughs> like soap making. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. we we train soap making. 
Oh wow. Yes. Wow. But I mean, you know, it's it's a variety of skills here yeah, and it brings me back to this particular question I touched on a little bit earlier on. How did you get to you know, um, get the skill or rather this knowledge, I mean, in a vast array of different businesses. I mean, soap manufacturing to manufacturing of sweets to, I mean, how you run a salon and how you keep it operational. I mean, it, I mean it's 40 different businesses. And which leads me then to a follow-up question to then say that what business are you running? Okay. Um, I gathered these, uh, all these skills through universities that I work with. I had experts from vets and experts from Monash. So they were then guiding me in how to produce these manuals. And one friend of mine, Benjamin, as well, played a major role. And Linda, who is in Cape Town, also played a major role in making sure that these um, these manuals are above board. Mm. So they are well-researched, thoroughly done. Uh, they are not just from the surface. Hmm. You can pick up any project there. Uh, it's just as good as a business plan. Wow. Mm. wow. And you can submit it anyway and wow. it will pass the test. Mm. Wow. I think it's such initiatives that really yes. need to be supported. Mm, yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. What are the few success stories that you can tell us about? Oh, the few success stories. I have, um, two ladies from Deep Sloot. That we trained uh, on perfume making And these are some of the perfumes That they are producing You can test that perfume It will compete with any perfume In the market And also the guy in Pretoria The guy in Pretoria as well Who does chocolates Yes, And we have um a few people in my church as well who are into perfumes mm. and lotions. Yeah, I think I think it changes the narrative that you know when people come into church, uh, when people come into the church space, they come in there to rather be pushed back into employment. Yeah, and you're creating a self-sustainable economy within the church where people can then go back and then utilize those funds to a certain degree and then pay it forward. Mm. And I mean, apart from paying tithe and all this stuff, people can actually go the extra mile and teach other people and develop other people. And I mean, you know, Pastor, it's such a such an amazing thing. It's forty different businesses which are legible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's supporting you? I mean, is government supporting you? Is private sector supporting? You in any sense? No, in any not way? at the moment. I'm funding this by myself mm. at the moment, but I would like uh, some uh, sort of government assistance so that we can build an incubation center mm. Mm. where people can come in and be trained for a specific uh, period and then they go and uh, create employment in their uh, areas and, the, and their communities. Mm. And then, I mean, normally for these entrepreneurs that you'd work with and then you'd put them through a workshop. So there'd be an initial training, right? Yes. After the training as 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 has happened, do you do do they still keep in touch with yes. you? Yes. Mm. I, I make follow ups and if they need to find a way to find what, we have all that we, we that support that we give them. Yeah. I think and you'll find that some they don't even have transport to go pick up one, two, three things mm-hmm. and we do that by ourselves i have a driver who then goes around picking up things for the people and they are delivered in their places 
I think the pastor needs to get paid. <laughs> 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 I think pastor, you need to hire me as the treasurer. I will not do a judo for you. <laughs> so next year, I would like to approach uh, different governments, mm. including the SA government, with the program. I've already, we've already approached the Swazi government and they have opened their hands for us. We'll be going there to see the former prime minister mm-hmm. so that we can implement this in Swaziland. Mm-hmm. And we would like also the Zambian, um, uh, um, there is a Zambian lady who also wants to take this to her government as well. Mm-hmm. So, because if we, only create employment in South Africa and neglect the neighboring countries. You know what will happen? People will then flock to South Africa for greener pastures. Mm. So it's better we create employment in their countries mm. so that uh, there will be no need for people to flock to South Africa. Mm. So I'll be approaching every government in Southern Africa with this easy money program. Mm. I would like to create about 5 million jobs mm-hmm. in the Sadak region mm-hmm. okay. and create millionaires along the way. Mm. Wow. No, I applaud you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Mlobeli, I understand you fit into this picture. Where do you fit in? I am the marketing director mm. of, of the project. Mm. Um, also, just to elaborate further on that easy money concept, um, reason we, we came up with a couple of names, we just started jotting down different ideas on what to call the project. Um, easy money came about the fact that, look, um, the sad reality is that we all want easy money. We all want That's easy. True. If it was up to us, we wouldn't even wake up and go That's to true. work. We just have money come to us, you know. Now, this is a way of having to put in little effort, but keeping the principle of work or business. And at the same time, um, um, making money easily. Mm-hmm. So hence the easy money. And also secondly, it was around, uh, it's, it, it's sort of an umbrella name for different projects that are under it. The, the making millionaire women is one of the projects. So easy money is not necessarily the name of the book, but it's the name of the projects, which is an umbrella mm-hmm. to different kinds of projects that we do. I mean, not only this, um, we also do, uh, charity work, um, from his pastor's point of view as well. We do, um, um, printing as well Which is also under the same Umbrella so this is not Just it's, it's, a, it's an empire if you Were to call it that um, um, On that and then going Back to uh, the partnership we, we we Fellowship in the same church he is my pastor He's been my pastor for the past um, I don't know How many years since 2007 when I got to Joburg, he's been my pastor since then until today. So when I told him that, look, I get a lot of people that um, want to be mentored by me, um, even people from outside the country like Nairobi, Kenya, as well as um, Zambia, Namibia, and a lot of people in South Africa as well that contact me through social media asking for um, business mentorship from me. And I told him that, look, I want to do a business mentorship program where I can assist young entrepreneurs to sort of elevate from 
whatever ground they stuck on and also assist aspiring entrepreneurs that say, look, I want to, I want to start a business, but I don't know how to. Mm-hmm. So from teaching them as to what to do, how to be compliant and how do you sell your product? How do you sell your services? How do you sell yourself as a brand? How do you sell your business? So he was quite excited. He's like, ah, oh, that's actually in power with what I'm thinking. Cause I want to do, um, something similar, which is empowerment, but not necessarily. I wanted to focus on women. He said he wanted to focus on women that are uh, single mothers or um, stay-at-home wives or just mere graduates that just can't find jobs and, um, um, and, and, and your general people that are not happy with their salary. So I was like, ah, it's actually a good idea. The only difference between that and, and mine is that I want to focus on the youth, mm. you know, and he wants to focus on women. So the synergy was there to begin with, but he is a more product type of person he he does product that's what he deals with you know if if you think of if he if he thinks of an idea it's definitely going to be translated to product mm. which is one thing he's good at and i'm more of a concepts type of guy i'm more creative i'm more i'm more marketing you know my concepts are concepts not necessarily tangible products so that's what he's good at so as a result we 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 decided to measure the two uh, uh, uh to match the two uh, synergies, me being the the marketing because my background is also advertising. I mean, I worked for one of the biggest um, advertising agencies in South Africa, well, top five when when I I got to Chobek. So with my advertising and marketing background and his ability to transform a concept to product, that's where our synergy was was born, and that's how we started working together. That's how I fit into um, the the project. And then what businesses do you then have? Um, I've got two companies. Um, uh, I own a, a, a casting agency. We do your um, above the line and below the line talent. So we deal with your um, celebrity casting as well as your voiceover artists, models, actors, actresses, presenters, etc. And we also, um, and, and then I also own a production company that deals mostly with corporate side of things as opposed to your TV. I do mostly corporate, so mostly my clients are corporates as well as governments or parastatals. So I do your uh, corporate videos, industrial theaters, roadshows, activations, um, uh, uh, company branding, as well as... Uh, uh, inductions and induction days, etc. Mm. Yeah. Wow! And then, I mean, how did you get into the space? I understand that you, 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 I mean, you come from a media background, and it kind of makes sense. But I mean, in that media space, were you dealing with production, or is this something that you were really passionate about? Um, funny thing, when I when I came to Job, I wanted to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it funny? Why it must happen. <laughs> he's, he's gone. <laughs> so I I saw myself, you know, uh, around about those times, um, Corny Ferguson and um, uh, um, and these guys and generations. I, you know, I saw myself acting side by side with those guys when I came to Chobik. So really, the biggest passion was acting. Um, I had no background of, of media or production or advertising when I got to Joburg. I had the passion to be an actor. So fortunately, I got a few roles, you know, some were substantial, some were not. And, um, that's when I really decided that, look, I don't think this is where I want to be. Um, mainly 
because of two reasons. I mean, number one, look, the limelight is great. It's amazing. But I wasn't too excited about the salary, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to say anything here because other people are happy with their salaries. I particularly wasn't because we all have different visions and different dreams. So my dream, my dreams were just... How do I put it? The salary did not seem like it would get me to where I want to be in the future. So then I decided, look, I'm more passionate about directing and and producing. So maybe that's the space I should go to. So in the process of me trying to pursue that, um, um, I met up with... uh, I'm trying to remember his surname, Vusi... um, Okay, I forgot his, I think it's Dibakwane, if I'm not mistaken. And he said to me, well, I, I told him a few ideas that I have, and he said to me, you know what, why don't you just go into advertising? I was like, ah, that's a fantastic idea, but I had no idea what that means, because mm. I thought, mm. you know, coming from rurals, uh, I, I literally thought that when you see someone on TV, they probably came up with that advert and they shot it and themselves, and, and they are the character that you see on TV. Mm. Um, mm. so, I, I, I was completely blank and then I ended up going to, um, um, well, he referred me to that advertising agency. Um, and I went there and, you know, by the grace of God, they let me in with no experience. I was literally the only one that didn't have any, um, background to advertising or marketing. So they gave me an opportunity, took a huge risk on me. I did a year with them and within that year, I decided again that, you know what, I want to go into entrepreneurship. Um, and then that's when I, I, I left the agency after a year and I pursued my own company. So that's, that's basically the history to, um, me ending up in this, in this space that I'm in. You know, one of the things that I'm particularly interested in is I want to know more about the acting. I think let's just break out for a song. I want I want to know what sort of characters because you know I've got I've got one friend of mine who always gets um casted out for to be an extra. Mm. And he says to me that they always tell him, "Do not look at the camera." You know, just do what you're supposed to do. But he says yeah. that he's got such a great passion yeah. for being on TV. He always stares at the camera and then they always have to cut. So we want to hear more about that. No problem. <laughs> Choice. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. Autotrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. Autotrader new car. The choice is yours. Real niggas know you play the safe. I raise the bar, amaze the grace. I praise the Lord, Versace store. The world is yours. We're not the soul, we're not the soul. Paparazzi wanna f with a happy on. Strashy in the cup with a camera phone. Every time we in the club, it's a family show. Take the trophy on, we the champions. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. Welcome back, everybody. We have in studio Pastor Ezekiel and Mr. Mko Seleli Mlobeli, and we are discussing easy money. Bulalani, you said you wanted to hear about something before the yeah, break. Yeah, I think I think I think I don't want to hear about it because it dispelled. Because uh, okay. he told me that the role that he was given was of a gentleman who had to wear a tight dress you? and a tight. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know who he was talking to. That wasn't me. I don't... Pastor, was that you? No, definitely no. 
I know, Pastor. I'm sure they, they would ex- the church board would excommunicate <laughs> out of your own church. When you stepped out for a second, so maybe it's one of these exclusive central team. Exclusive central team. No, Pastor. Can you please then just maybe cover then um, let us in on the content of the books? You know, for for our listeners. Um, I will go through all the forty. Okay. In a minute or so First of all We have um, Ice Pops a Business Orientation Fruit Juice uh, Orientation Hair Salon Nails Perfume Making and Mixing Soap Making Internet Service Ink and Toner Refilling Brokerage Preschool, we, we teach you how to uh, register a preschool, what are the requirements, the do's and don'ts, and all that. A driving school, fumigation, garden service, poultry, career coaching, bulky shopper, upcycling service, event planner, virtual assistant, and debt collection agency. And then in the other volume... um. We have advertising agency, towing service, automotive used parts, car storage, kid tech service, holiday mobile rentals, online fabric shop, O eight hundred call center, a management of member clubs and associates, camps and tours for school children, car wash business orientation, cleaning service, maid service, flea market, jewelry making, baking. Which also includes your um, your wedding cake uh, making, and then we have the science of gem, gem making, peanut butter manufacturing, takeaway business, and uh, decorations, event decorations. Mm-hmm. We actually have experts in all these areas who will then come and do practicals with you. Yeah, with regards to how each of those would would operate. Yes, and you don't pay anything. Wow, and then Pastor, I mean, in terms of in terms of registration, um, do you guys just guide them through the process, or do you handle the whole entire process um, in assistance with them? Uh, we are into partnerships with um, a lot of people. We then refer them if they want to register their business. We refer them to companies that we are partnering with, and we've strictly uh, requested that they charge these people very minimum charges. Because these are people we're trying to help from the townships so that they can create employment. Yeah. And then, I mean, you know, with such a model passed, I mean, I would assume that uh, are you looking, are you possibly looking at franchising any of these models or is it just strictly going to be, you know, workshops aimed at uh, just giving back at uh, the community? I'd like to ensure that governments adopt these programs. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are way too bigger than myself, and they will outlive me. And uh, this is not the end. I'm doing a continuous development of these workbooks. Yeah, uh, uh, I would like also even universities in the future to start to adopt these programs, so that when people graduate, uh, the next thing they mustn't start to run around with a CV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to China, by the way, two years ago. 
And while I was in China, I was just studying how the economy works. Mm-hmm. And I've discovered that everybody in China is busy. Mm-hmm. Nobody's sitting. You, you, you can go to rural China. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, for example, most of the bells, the watches, they are made in rural areas. Yeah. So I would like the same model to, to, to come into Africa where our universities, um, uh, they adopt such programs so that when somebody goes to university, they will know that after graduation, I'm not going to look for a job, but I'm going to help to create employment. Mm. Mm. You know, I hate to see it when a a graduate is not employed. Mm. It's not nice. It's not nice at all. Yeah. So I would like to put that to an end. That's the vision I have with Izumani. Mm. So that at university they are told mm. that you're not going to look for a job after graduation. Mm. But you're going to help to build the economy and create jobs. Mm. So I've learned a lot in China. Mm. Mm. Mr. Mlobel, you know what I want to hear from you is how does then this partnership work? You know, um, he is your pastor at the end of the day. You know, let us in on when you, you disagree on something. How do you approach it? You know, how, how does this partnership work? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you'll be surprised. There's never been a single time where we disagreed because I think we um, um, respect each other. I think he puts aside him being a pastor when it comes to business and mm-hmm. Um, he looks at, um, um, whatever I'm talking about professionally or whatever I'm suggesting professionally. So there's never been a time where we actually disagree on, on anything. Uh, in fact, um, worst case scenario is that he doesn't add a suggestion on top of a suggestion. But because most of the time it's he suggests something I add on top of that or, or I suggest something and he adds on top of that suggestion. So it, it works, it works beautifully because we, we we both respect each other as businessmen mm. uh, before not before but i mean we put aside him being my pastor when it's business not that we say okay now you're not a pastor but we just generally just focus <laughs> on <laughs> focus on business at that point in time and that's that mm. but then when we talk about the word of god we talk about the word of god mm. yeah and I think another thing that probably works is what you mentioned el- earlier, you know, that you're bringing in one perspective, mostly focused on what concepts, Absolutely. ideas, creativity, and he brings in the product, Absolutely. you know, so yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean and, and, and I think that one of the things that we are sleeping on as, um, I, th- I think as, as upcoming entrepreneurs and as, 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 as uh, sorry, as SMMEs, as well as the power of collaboration, number one. Yeah. And I think also in line with that, the power of outsourcing your re, uh, your weaknesses, you know, to other people that are very powerful. Because, I mean, when the pastor was speaking, touched on the fact that you know what we have been able to delve into these different um, businesses because we've got key individuals who are experts, mm-hmm. you know, which was the key thing. Because mm-hmm. and I think that for the particular narrative, it mm-hmm. puts one in a more advantageous position because mm-hmm. you can't be everywhere at once. And the fact that one acknowledges the fact that the project is way bigger than them you know mm-hmm. and that, that 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 that's one of the things for me that is very key in the when it comes to collaboration and development mm-hmm. so i mean past i mean um in terms of easy in, in terms of easy money i mean how open are you are you are you are you guys actually as partners to partner up with other um stakeholders that are that are that would like to adopt this in terms of utilizing it elsewhere 
Oh, we're very, very open. Um, mm-hmm. so jump again. Um, we're very open because in, in, in the three year, uh, business mentorship program that I'm starting in January, the couple of government stakeholders that I've spoken to and also separate entities, um, uh, private entities that I've spoken to that I'm partnering with in this national, uh, national empowerment, uh, business empowerment program or mentorship program. We, we, we are going to allow them to be part of this. So in each and every meeting that I've went to, um, introducing this national, uh, uh business mentorship program, e- uh, easy money, uh, projects were also introduced into the meeting. So we're very open to, uh, new stakeholders. Matter of fact, we've also recently partnered with, uh, Rosie as well. Mm. Yes. Um, um, and, and she wants to take this to, to Zambia, I'm sure you guys had Rosie on the show Rosie, as well. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. So um, we're very open in in terms of that because the plan is not necessarily just to make money out of this. Um, it's the plan is to make uh, well create jobs and 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 make millionaire women and uh, men, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you know you know on that on that millionaire women. I think it's such a funny thing. I mean, just to sidetrack a bit, how. All the all the people driving very big and fast cars, majority of them on the road these days are women. Yeah. I think that they need to give a share of that. <laughs> that's true. It's true. Yeah. It's very true. I, w- I went to a meeting now before this show, and I think I saw um, two ladies that were driving, t- two different ladies that were driving um, the G wagon. You know, so yeah. so it's it's very true. The women are getting uh, into. Uh, p- uh, big positions now and they're making a lot of money. I think it's also time that, you know, I give, they given a chance and they share with other women as well and empower them. Yeah. Mm. No, no, it's very and, important. And, and women yeah. are powerful. Very important. When I was in China, I discovered that me- women are more active in the Chinese economy oh, than men. It's yes. Very true. If you, very active. Yeah. The women run that, that economy. It's, it's, it's true. Um, what I experienced as well, mm. especially in Guangzhou, most of your mm. manufacturing companies in Kunzo are, are owned by women. Either, either sisters or just, um, someone's wife or just an independent woman, you know? Um, if you go to places like your Shenzhen, which are now prominent in China with technology as well, because also Motorola head office is there, you find uh, women in higher positions there. I mean, I went to Wenzhou in China, which is the eastern part of China, which is more mm-hmm. traditional and they more, <laughs> they more traditional. And if you remember Chinese history, women were not really, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, if, 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 if you go there now, when most businesses are run by women, especially business that you wouldn't expect, like huge manufacturing businesses are owned by women yes. where they have a huge workshop and they manufacture shoes and, and it's a massive workshop with like maybe up to about a thousand employees. So it's true. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, according to you, I mean, according, according to you, and I mean, this is a question that I'm posing to um, both gentlemen in studio. Do you think that, um, the women that we have in this country are as active when it comes to entrepreneurship or there's still some education or rather work that needs to be done in terms of orientating them about the opportunities that lay out there. Ah, there's a big gap. There, there is a lot of work to be done in South Africa. Sure. Yeah. Um, the equation does not balance. Mm. We need to involve a lot of women if we are to take this economy too far. Yeah. Yeah. 
and also um, just to add on that, not not only women um, um, are sort of behind compared to. Uh, China and the trade industry there But I also think us men as well In South Africa are also Far behind, I mean Those people start working in the morning From 6 and they will Operate until 10pm I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. that I saw that. Until 10pm this guy is in business He's been in business since um, um, 6am in the morning and, and we're not talking about somebody Who's making like a lot of money This is someone who's just in the street selling Pineapples because they, they get really Creative with fruits there so like you, you Find your ordinary mango and it looks So nice maybe you don't eat mango here In South Africa <laughs> but you see it there It looks so decorated it's beautiful And you just want to buy it for no reason so now you find a guy like that in the street, which is your normal street vendor. That guy has been there since like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Um, um, midnight. It's, mm-hmm. it's shocking. So also it's not women shouldn't feel bad that maybe they are far behind here. We're also far behind as, as men in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why the economy is doing so well in China as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also discovered while I was there that um, um, they work seven days a week. Mm. In China, yes, in, uh, there is no holiday, mm. huh. and that's what is lacking um, in this part of the world. We've got too many holidays. You too many say, holidays. Yeah, we've got too many. I think as an entrepreneur, <laughs> yeah. oh, we've got too, too many holidays. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and these holidays are not good for small businesses. No, they're not. They're not at all. Mm. So that's one thing that we are educating people that you've got to be responsible for your own business. Mm. You don't mm. have to act like you are a big business. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Mm. So, and, and I would like um, one of these days I'll bring you some of the chocolates. Mm. That our students made Great. And the perfumes as well I think mm-hmm. I brought some into yeah, studios smells, I've, I've been sniffing this yeah. smells very They good. are not cheap quality mm. it smells very very good yeah. And it's potent Yeah. Mm. So, so one of the things we tell people When they come into The Easy Money program Is that um, Those days of waiting For a white man to create a job for you are over. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry to say that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you are here. You are on radio. Say <laughs> <laughs> you know, people get touched these days when you say that it's it's like we were not employed by white people for like a hundred years. Now act like no, because they're all yeah. independent. Like don't say what? Uh, yes, no, no, my no, no, father no. worked yeah. for yeah. And his father. You know, you know. I think I think when we open up the conversation, I take it back as as far back as three days ago mm-hmm. uh, what day is it today Wednesday as, as far back as four days ago when I was reading the Sunday Times rich list mm-hmm. and there were only 37 I think 30 black um, individuals of those 30 there was only about five mm-hmm. and the list was 250 and I mean predominantly everyone was white who was yeah. on that list mm-hmm. and we're talking about guys that are netting crazy mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. and ridiculous amounts mm-hmm. so this is a conversation that definitely needs to be yeah no mm-hmm. we've got a long way and to I would go. like to bring some of the people that are already in business that went through this program uh, to the station Yeah, there'll be a nice case study. So that it can become a testimonial as well No, there'll mm. be a nice that case That this is not just talk Yeah Yeah, yeah. Uh, If you bring chocolates Yeah, I'll out. bring you chocolates <laughs> 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 You know, Pastor, I think um, the listeners would also love to know Where they can get the book Or books Okay, the books can be found By calling our call center mm. 
Mm-hmm. We have a national call center. Uh, the number is 0860 995 231. 0860 And our website is easymoneywealth.org. Mm. Okay. And then, Mr. Mlobeli, where can we get a hold of you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am on, on, uh, uh, social media uh, personally um, on Facebook it's Platinum SA one word Platinum SA and on Twitter it's Platinum is me uh, I'm not very active and on Instagram it's Platinum.SA so Platinum.SA um, and as a business, you can find us on www.ftcasting.co.za or you can email us at info at ftcasting.co.za or you can always use my personal email address, not too stingy with it because I, <laughs> I feel like if I'm going to start a national um, a mentorship program, I might as well be in touch with the people. So it's Mkoseleli, which is my name, M-C-O-S-E-L-E-L-I-E-D, E for elephant, D for days. So Mkoseleli, E-D at gmail.com. Okay. Can you give us also 30 seconds of inspiration for our listeners? Pastor, you can go first. Okay. What I would like to say is that um, let's take the economy into our hands. Let's not wait for the government to create jobs for us, but we can make it by ourselves. That's true. Easy money is a good partner in making sure that we create the much needed jobs and create millionaires along the way. Okay. First of all, I like, uh, since I always get questions about how do you become a businessman, I think first of all, what I believe in is that in order to be a successful businessman, you have to be a successful salesman. So you need to be very good at selling whatever you can sell. You know, you need to sell Udumo to Babes Udumo. You need to sell BE to Petrus Mutsipe. You know, you need to sell water to a whale. It needs, it's part, it needs to be part of you to sell something. Otherwise, you'll have a concept that no one can buy and nobody knows about. Secondly, you need to work on your presentation. So you need to dress well, speak well, be respectful, and be polite. And thirdly, you need to have business principles. So you need to know who to connect with, who to speak to, and you need to know how to manage your business well. Oh, it's me. Um, I just I just want to say to you guys because I'm gonna post this video up on Instagram. Um, something that I put up because I'm preparing I'm preparing actually for my talks for next year. I've cancelled all my talks for this year. You guys need to do. You guys need to really understand one thing that although December is a time where people are running around and buying things, procuring things, I think that we could also shift the narrative where this is a time where you actually could ponder about the year, contemplate about all these different things or, or rather all these new concepts and ideas that you want to develop up for the new year and then start implementing now because any victory which is half planned is a victory that is half won. I mean, think about stepping into the year 2017. You already have your marketing plan in check, your sales strategy in check, and all you're doing is you're acting out whatever it is that you have gone out and you have developed. So make sure that you start developing your 2017 now because I'm on my third day. Thank you very much. Get things done. 360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.